This is People Every Day. Coming up, all about House of Gucci, a spoiler-free look at the buzzed-about new film starring Lady Gaga as the infamous Patrizia Reggiani, plus digging into the riveting true crime story on which the film is based. It's November 24th. Hello, folks. This is People Every Day, and I'm your host, Janine Rubenstein. It is pre-turkey stuffing and cranberry sauce day, so instead of giving you too many headlines to gobble up and have sitting on your proverbial stomachs heading into the holiday, I want to focus in on one thing happening in entertainment that everyone's excited about. Gucci. It was a name that sounded so sweet, so seductive. House of Gucci is here. The much-anticipated film starring none other than Lady Gaga hits theaters today. I know we've all been watching these trailers. Shout out to my producer, Julia, who bought her tickets weeks ago and convinced us all to do the same. If you haven't gotten your tickets yet and or still have a few burning questions, my next guest can help. People's staff writer, Kara Warner, previewed the film and is here now to talk all about it without giving too much away. (laughs) Hi, Kara. Hello. Well, tell us everything. (laughs) But also nothing. But also nothing. We're not here for the spoilers. Yes, I was going to say, no spoilers ever. I will say that this film is based on an actual story and an actual crime. So you can choose to Google that if you want beforehand or... Google it after. Well, well, okay. Without without the plot points and the twists and all of that, what was your general take? I want to review. It's such a great question. I will say, if you've seen the trailers, the trailers are incredible. I'm someone who watches trailers after I see the film. Mm-hmm, me too. I hate knowing anything. Exactly. So <laughs> the thing about the movie is it moves just a lot slower than the trailers. So I just will like, just to temper expectations for how fun and adrenaline-filled those trailers are. The film is more of a drama and, like, plays out like a theatrical play. And so it's just a little slower. If you're going into the movie as a major Gaga fan or a major fan of any of these really great actors, you will have a great time. So there's been a lot of buzz around Lady Gaga's performance as Patrizia Reggiani, uh, Maurizio Gucci's ex-wife, also the woman convicted of plotting his murder. Uh, So give it to us straight. How'd Gaga do? What should we prepare for? Listen, I am a Gaga fan. I might as well say that. Uh, I'm into her acting career. I'm, like, very interested in her choices And I think she's really fantastic in this role, especially when you start to learn more about the real Patrizia. I think she nails it. And I will say one of the things that was the most entertaining for me is that everyone in the movie is doing a different Italian accent, which I find to be very entertaining. (laughs) I know not everyone will love that, but I personally love that. Oh, my goodness. I can't wait to hear that. (laughs) Regional Italian accents, we'll say. There has been some criticism, though, thrown Lady Gaga's way about her accent, as you say, about her not reaching out to Patrizia before depicting her in this film. So what do you make of all of that? And what has Reggiani said to the press? Regarding Gaga's accent, she has said that she worked for nine months on the accent. And I thought she was great. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Regarding Reggiani, she complained in the Italian press that Gaga did not reach out to her before production began. And my opinion on that is that Reggiani was a convicted murderer and and now is out of jail. And I just, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what, I don't know if she needed to contact her. So Reggiani's opinion just is that 
She thought it would be respectful if Gaga had reached out to her. And Gaga has said that she chose to do her own research and to kind of learn about who Patrizia was on her own. She didn't want anyone to influence her own interpretation of Patrizia, so she got to know her in her own way. Mm. See, that's interesting because in this situation, as you said, a convicted um, felon, you might worry if you're Gaga about what she's telling you and and the you know the side of events maybe that or her take and you wouldn't want that to influence you one way or the other you kind of like just it's difficult it's i i could see that being a tricky decision to contact or not to contact absolutely you know i have to respect gaga's choice in how she was preparing for the role so as we've said this is a star-studded cast. In addition to Gaga, we have my guy, Adam Driver. I'm obsessed. Al Pacino, Jared Leto, Salma Hayek as well. We didn't mention her. Did anyone else's performance stand out to you? Adam Driver is the smiliest he's ever been in a film. So those of you who, those of you who are fans, I am as well. He is just so charmingly smiley as Maurizio Gucci. A smiley Adam Driver. I can't picture. I mean, he had a few scenes in Girls where he was <laughs> happy, I guess. And then that turned quickly. Um, (laughs) I can't wait to see that. Yeah, I was shocked too that he smiles. Um, Salma Hayek, (laughs) I should have mentioned earlier, she plays a purported psychic named Pina. The real story Mm -hmm. behind Pina is pretty fascinating too. If you do a little Google on that, highly recommend. Pina wasn't actually a psychic. She was just basically good at tarot cards. So for the sake of the movie, they definitely made Salma's character a new sort of version. And it's incredible. I mean, it's she plays like a, a hotline psychic, like an, an 1-800 number psychic that Gaga's character sort of finds randomly on late night television. So that's incredible. And then the other standout I would say is Jared Leto. Jared Leto sometimes is complicated to love, um, but he just is over the top as this character. A lot of people on the Twitter reactions to this movie are also very funny if you need a little distraction. Uh, the funniest ones I saw from Jared Leto's just were comparing his accent to characters from Mario Brothers. <laughs> oh, no. The best, the best one was like, Jared Leto's clearly playing a combination of both Wario and Waluigi, and we're here for it. <laughs> <laughs> Wario and Waluigi. I love it. Well, I know uh, Gucci's excited about it, probably. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Things are flying off the shelves these days. <laughs> and that's actually, we didn't get into that, and we don't have to, but I didn't know much about the history of Gucci either. But just a little fun facts, like Al Pacino plays Aldo Gucci, and Aldo Gucci is the person who came up with the interlocking G logo, which they sort of mm. highlight in the film. So that's just fun trivia. And they do show, you know, a younger Tom Ford, you know, who basically relaunched the brand and helped them come back into kind of luxury goods. But yeah, it's it's a lot of entertaining stuff. I will just say that it's just the runtime is a little long, Uh, But if you're going in looking for fun and just to kind of enjoy the spectacle, I think you'll enjoy it. Fun, fashion, and fake accents. I'm I'm in. in. (laughs) Thank you so much, Kara. You are welcome. Next up, Editor-in-Chief Dan Wakeford hops on to take us into the real-life, jaw-droppingly juicy Gucci family story. Stay tuned. I am back now with People's Editor-in-Chief, Dan Wakeford, to talk more about House of Gucci. 
specifically the real-life events that inspired the film. Spoiler alert, this all really happened, so there might be a spoiler or two in this segment, but we hope you'll stay with us all the same. Hi, Dan. Hello. Well, over the years, you've become our resident expert on this story. You've led our coverage in the magazine and for the People Magazine Investigate series on Investigation Discovery, ID Channel. Uh, Without giving too much away, though, I'm wondering if you can introduce us to some of the major players in this case. Who was Maurizio Gucci? Who is Patrizia Reggiani? Who else will listeners see depicted in this film? This movie's got everything, and this story is everything. It's got glamour, it's got mystery, it's got luxury, it's got real psychological interests. Um, In the movie, um, obviously, the central character is Maurizio Gucci, who was an heir to the Gucci fortune, and he's played by Adam Driver in the movie, and he is um, gunned down as he's walking from his apartment to his offices and is killed dead by an assassin. And so it's looking at who killed him and why? And that was the big questions around this case. There's been so, there were so many different theories and it took so long. Originally, everybody thought it was just basically money was the motive, that it was related to the Gucci fortune. There'd been acrimonious fights between him and his cousins and his Mm -hmm. uncle over the future of Gucci. And these were like very tempestuous fights with millions of dollars at stake. And all of this is in the movie. But it turns out that it was actually his ex-wife, Patrizia Reggiani, who was um, the person who hired the hit. And she is an incredibly intriguing character who Lady Gaga portrays so, so well in the movie. So take us into the morning of the murder and the subsequent investigation. What happened on March 26th and how did that investigation play out? Yeah, so um, he was walking between his um, apartment and his office and he's just suddenly gunned down and is witnessed by a doorman who is also shot. But the investigation begins and they they realise that this couldn't be a professional hitman because if it was a professional hitman, he would have very likely killed um, the eyewitness. And so they're looking at all of the different theories in this investigation, but um, they get no leads and the investigation goes on for a long time until suddenly a police officer just gets this tip that this person knows who was the murderer of uh, Maurizio Gucci. And it turns out that it's a, a small comedy ring of um, criminals, to be honest with you. It really is, it's like a a, a pizza owner and a mechanic who's out of work. And it's like a very comic situation. And that these aren't professional criminals who committed this atrocity, but it's in fact, um, they they weren't paid for um, the murder, the hit. And so they've started gossiping about it and being Mm. very unhappy. And so the um, Italian policeman then, sets up a sting operation, records them, and then they all turn on each other, which leads to some very dramatic court scenes. So we've heard from a number of folks in our documentary coverage, including Maurizio's second cousin, Patricia, who worked with him, and from Patrizia herself. So what did they tell us? And any idea what the Gucci family makes of this new film? 
Patricia told us that she was very shocked at the time that uh, Patricia was arrested. She didn't expect this to be, happen, that she obviously knew there was bad blood between Maurizio and his wife, but this was very, very shocking to her. I mean, but we actually talked to Patricia um, Reggiani, Maurizio's wife, and we had the last American interview with her, and she's such an intriguing character. I've never... Um, experience somebody who's so shallow and so money obsessed and she still doesn't take responsibility for the murder she told us I'm not saying I'm innocent but I'm not guilty and so she refuses to admit that she actually hired the hit and it's just such an intriguing uh, storyline Dan, I spoke to People's Kara Warner a few minutes ago, and she was talking about how she finds the Gucci's, the real ones, <laughs> endlessly fascinating. So why do we think this is the case? And also, we know who they are globally, of course, but who are they, say, back home in Italy? I mean, th- this was um, a family who created a business from scratch, a luxury uh, a travel case leather business from Florence. And so they really were um, a dream entrepreneur um, situation. And so people really loved the Gucci's. And this was a really successful luxury empire. And so when um, somebody has been murdered in the Gucci family, the case was all over the Italian tabloids. It had glamour, it had beauty, it had luxury. It was something that captivated the whole nation and traveled around the world. And now for those heading out and going into the theaters, uh, Dan, what can you tell them is different from the real live Gucci's and what they're going to see on the screen? Well, to be honest with you, this is an interpretation of it. It's like exactly like The Crown with the royal family. This isn't a documentary. And they've exaggerated some things for comic effect and for dramatic effect. Al Pacino's character as Aldo Gucci and Jared Leto's character as Paolo Gucci are very exaggerated. They're very comic. They're very flamboyant. They're much more cartoon-like than those characters are in real life. I actually met Paolo Gucci as a child um, on vacation, and he he was nothing like Jared Leto portrayed him. So there are elements. There are a little bit of links between motives that have been that aren't quite exactly how the case played out. But it is a captivating and fun film, and a very long film. But it kept my attention throughout. It was amazing. And I do think Adam and Lady Gaga uh, could easily be up for Oscars for this. That was People Editor-in-Chief Dan Wakeford discussing the true crime story behind House of Gucci. For more on this, head over to People.com and watch People Magazine Investigates Killing Gucci, available now on Discovery+. Plus. Okay, quickly, I want to tell you about a headgum podcast we think you're going to love. It's called The Scroll Down. Follow hilarious hosts Marcella Arguello and Nicole Thurman down the internet rabbit hole as they discuss all things social media and break down online culture. It's kind of like having two friends that are willing to doom scroll Twitter for you. And honestly, that's ideal. Besides seeing them on your timelines, you know Marcella from her comedy album, The Woke Bully, and features on Two Dope Queens and Night Train with Wyatt Cenac. And Nicole from the new HBO Max series, Jellystone, Keenan, and a Black Lady Sketch Show. Together, they're braving the internet so you don't have to as much. Subscribe now so you don't miss another episode of The Scroll Down, airing every Thursday. Find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And now, something to make you 
salivate. Mmm, weren't expecting that, were you? If any of you procrastinating chefs are out there, People Food Editor and popular food influencer Anna Calderon is here to save the day and send us off with a last-minute Thanksgiving recipe you can whip up in no time. Talk turkey day to me, Anna. Taking shortcuts during Thanksgiving is necessary, encouraged even. So consider making David Chang and Priya Krishna's mashed potatoes made entirely in the microwave. The whole potatoes are microwaved for 14 to 18 minutes until tender, then mixed with hot cream, garlic, thyme, and pepper. The technique is so efficient and the end result is silky smooth mashed potatoes. Get this recipe and more at people.com slash food. Thanks, Anna. Well, everyone, make sure to stay safe, lead with love, and enjoy your family and friends. Talk to you tomorrow.